I was severely overweight. They were putting me on medication just because my mood swings and it was completely getting in the way of my life. Just everything about my hormones were completely disrupted. When I decided to not be okay with being depressed, I mean, it was really just one choice away. I was sitting on my couch and I was over a hundred pounds overweight. I think mentally it was a hurdle I had to get over to know I'm not starving. Hi everybody and welcome back to my channel. My name is Gay Gerard and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have the most amazing and inspiring story for you. Letha Coglin is here to share her story of how she went from sitting on the couch and feeling unmotivated and depressed to discovering the film all about juicing called Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead by Joe Cross. She then went on to do six juice cleansers in two years and transformed her life. She then became a chef and then also became a personal trainer. Letha also has some fantastic tips to share with you about how you can improve your own health and wellness. So Letha, let's dive straight in. How are you today? Thank you so much for being here. Oh, well, thank you. And I am so blessed. I feel so energetic, so happy and just oh, so much gratitude. Life is good. Ah, that's fantastic. <laughs> Your story is one of the most inspiring stories I've heard. Um, so I just want to, before we go any further, I would just want to know straight up, how did you discover Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead? The, the okay, film? well, <laughs> um, I was sitting on my couch, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I was, by nature, I was a very lazy person. Um, I mean, I went to school and I did a few things here and there, but I just wasn't really motivated. And at the time, I didn't realize it was my environment. I didn't realize it was maybe parts of my upbringing as well. But most of all, it was my diet. 100%, I could say almost it was my diet, you know? Um, and when... I decided to not be okay with being depressed, right. with being miserable. I mean, it was really just one choice away. I was sitting on my couch and I was over a hundred pounds overweight. Right. And I was just sitting there like, huh, I really should do something with my life. And I saw this documentary on Netflix and I was like, documentaries? ew, that means I have to use my brain. I have to think, <laughs> right? That's how, that's how people think of documentaries sometimes. Right. You know, it's thought provoking. And sometimes we just want to be lazy and watch silly shows that don't really feed the soul or the mind. True. And I and I know that I know that I know it was God. He, he said, you know what? You feel this way. You're asking for help. Then I'm going to help you. And I see this silly, silly little guy sitting on like a... Um, a blender or something. I don't remember the actual picture. It's been so long, but he was just sitting on something and he, there was fruits and vegetables. I'm like, okay, the way this cover looks, maybe this is interesting. So I was like, maybe I'll just watch it. God's telling me to watch it. Maybe I should just be obedient. So I watch it. And I was like, wow, like this documentary is actually really entertaining, you know? So in the first few moments I watched and I'm like, oh, this guy looks miserable. And I was like, oh, I'm miserable. I can actually relate to this. So I start watching it and I see this man's life uh, just completely transform in 
in a two hour documentary mm. and he gives you step by step, you know, and he goes from lots of medications to no medications. And then, and then it was just like, okay, maybe I should consider trying this. But before I started applying the juicing techniques, I was like, okay, maybe I should watch another documentary. So then I watched another one, Food Matters. Oh, okay. Then, that, that was my first documentary too. Right. And it's so good. I watched it and I started watching documentaries inspired by Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead and realizing, hey, it's not so bad watching these movies. And I'm like, all these people put in so much work to create something that's going to help me. Oh my gosh. Like budgets aren't cheap for making movies. So I just kind of like naturally had this gratitude towards these move these filmmakers and they're putting work in to help the betterment of their community. So I was like, oh, the least I can do is try to apply their techniques. So I also, on Food Matters, there was also a vitamin, um, the a vitamin scene, and they were talking about different vitamins. And in my head, I have to take Prozac to feel better, right. you know? And then he says something like, take a handful of cashews. <laughs> and somehow that equates to the, you know, the measurement of Prozac. So I was just looking at these little things. I'm like, okay. And niacin was a huge one. So I started mm -hmm. taking niacin and I was like, oh my gosh, this is giving me a little pep to my step. Like I just noticed it ever so slightly. And this was before I started juicing. Right. So when I took the niacin um, and I started feeling a little bit of happiness, I guess you could call it. Right. Um, I was like, okay. Maybe I'm just going to go full in and juicing. Because when you watch the documentary, you're like, oh, yeah, you can do that. But then you start thinking about, I got to buy a juicer. I got to get the fruits. I got to get the vegetables. And I just wasn't ready to commit fully. So what I did was I bought a few uh, different common juices that you would find at like a Walmart or a Target. And I started with those. And I noticed I was shedding weight. And initially, in my mind, I wanted to lose weight to look like a supermodel, to just look beautiful. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't about how I could feel. It right. was about how I could look. Right. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just look prettier if I juice and lose weight. So I started doing that. And little did I know, once I started my juice movement, <laughs> I started to feel a certain kind of way. And my mindset went from, oh my gosh, I feel so incredible it's not about how I look anymore and I think that was really just like clarity clarity like the brain fog was just lifted and I'm like okay I so rather that, feel good you so know that was obviously I, a real turning point exactly the heavens shine down and it was I like light that. opened up and I wanted to hug trees and I wanted to hug people oh <laughs> fantastic so depressed to just happy so before we yeah. go any further, I mean, I want to get right into all of that, but let's just wind the clock back. Paint us the picture of where you grew up and sort of what was your environment like? Okay, so my mother is Mexican and my father is white. <laughs> so I have two very different cultures that integrated a lot of calorie dense and cooked foods. Mm -hmm. So, and, and my dad grew up having a lot of like sweet treats, donuts and cinnamon rolls and just all the things. And they were all not like they were homemade. They were like wrapped in plastic kind of stuff. Right. My mom, even though she cooked whole foods, there was a lot of dairy products. There was a lot of, um, I guess, inflammatory foods to say mm -hmm. the least. And having these different foods integrated into my 
life was just like it was a part of our culture it's how we live so it felt right and it was hard to break away from those when i wanted to move into a more raw food more plant-based diet and that if I, if we're talking just mainly dietary speaking it was really difficult to break away from enchiladas and you know just um I don't know, donuts. And I still love donuts to this day. Yeah. <laughs> I had to find a way to make raw donuts. <laughs> and and so, um, I mean, talking about your journey, your health journey, did you have any uh, challenges or any health issues like that you recall as a child growing up before you sort of moved into this healthier path? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was diagnosed with PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So, I mean, that's just like the worst menstrual cramps you can think of and it's just it's just a big mess and just I had to be put, I was put on Prozac and um in fact there is a few others I honestly can't even remember the name of them anymore it's been so long but they were putting me on medication just because my mood swings and it was completely getting in the way of my life just mm-hmm. everything about my hormones were completely disrupted and um so that was probably the biggest health condition I was considered obese. I was severely overweight. I had such bad acne everywhere. And I want to say if there was one thing that really got in the way of quality life, it was just how depressed I was, how sluggish I was. I just wasn't really motivated, probably because of brain fog upon multiple things, you know? Yeah. So yeah. And so what was the actual, I mean, that you, you mentioned that you had like a tipping point so sitting on the lounge and discovering the juice cleansers through Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead, this incredible movie who's made by this in- amazing man called Joe Cross, who's Australian Joe, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. He's fantastic. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> He's an Aussie. Um, so, yeah, what was the point, I guess, the defining moment for you where the pain of staying where you were was greater than actually making it a full you know, change. And what was the first step that you took? You said you went out to buy a few fruits and vegetables and and sort of uh, buying the juices at the local store. Was there another strategy or a plan that you had um, and in mind before you set out on the proper first juice cleanse? Yeah, no, it's so interesting because I searched for that answer constantly. (laughs) And I have a lot of people ask me the question, especially being a health coach or like personal trainer, where do you find the motivation? Where is the tipping point? And I think you have to hate something more than you love the way it feels. Does that make sense? It does. (laughs) It does make sense. Yeah. I just hated feeling that way. And I was like, I'm finally done feeling this, you know, and having people encourage me along the way, that was really helpful. But in the long run, having such a dramatic change coming out of a culture where you're used to going to restaurants and buying all this kind of food wrapped in plastic. Mm. Uh, it wasn't as much support as I could hope for. And I was really just depending on me. And I didn't give the power to anybody else. That way, the only person I had to blame was myself. I had to take full responsibility. I had to be accountable for myself. And knowing that I'm the only one that could mess up my life mm. was like, oh, wow. Okay, I got to step up to the plate for myself. There's nobody else but me. Yeah, absolutely. And then how much to drink every day. And so when you decided to go on the first cleanse, talk us through that whole thought process. How did you know what to go out and buy to get results? And was your goal weight loss at first or what were your goals? Yeah. 
So it definitely was weight loss at first. And the reason I jumped in and I got a Breville, the reason I jumped into getting to my juicer and all my ingredients was because I was buying these, these store-bought juices. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm losing weight. This is what I wanted. I was like, oh, but this is kind of expensive. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, I shouldn't be spending like four to eight dollars on a juice when you can really just go buy the produce yourself. And there is, of course, an initial um, investment, but I rather feel good and worry about investing into my life than the latest car mm. or the most beautiful house or a silly little decoration or coffees from Starbucks, right? That's yes. the most common thing people say. Yes. So I kind of shifted my investment strategy and decided I'm worth it. I got to do it. So I buy this this juicer and I go buy this produce. And when, when I was taking in my calorie count, actually, I wasn't, I wasn't counting calories. That was all too much. When you're starting something new, mm. it's like, oh man, like I, it's just too much. So it's you have to take it easy. It's overwhelming. So yeah. I kind of based off of intuitive, I would say intuitive eating, but it was intuitive drinking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm hungry again. Drink, drink, drink. I'm hungry again. Drink, drink, drink. And I was like, no matter how much I put into my stomach and how full I felt, I was like, I'm still not gaining weight. This is pretty crazy. Because if it's the other way around with uh, calorie dense foods, you're gaining weight. Of course. <laughs> but with juice, it's just not like that. And was there any limit to the quantity that you drank in a day? Like how much were you drinking a day, for example? Well, I would say they're about 32 ounces and I would probably consume six to eight of them. And it mm -hmm. really just depends on the, the time of the season because I did start to become a little more active. So I noticed that I was feeling a little more faint and a little more tired and depleted when I was doing my workouts. So I was like, oh man, I need to drink more. I need to drink more. Mm -hmm. And I eventually went into like, actually I found a raw protein and I started incorporating that. And I was okay. like, this is amazing. And it did allow me to go a little more high impact with my workouts. Mm -hmm. But for, for the most part, I wasn't working out too much while I was drinking juice. And a lot of people know, like when you're drinking juice, you have a lot of energy, but it's not meant to like go weightlift or do 200 pound deadlifts or something. <laughs> Definitely. No, that's right. And so most people, when they decide, this is what inspired me and I found fascinating. Um, most people, when they're, you know, about to make a change, they decide to do a juice cleanse and they just do one juice cleanse, but you didn't just do one. You did six different juice cleanses and they oh. were, to my understanding, were they 10 days each over the course of the two yeah. years? It, it slowly got less days, but most of them were about 10 days. And okay. I, I forgot to mention, I lost 25 pounds in one month. Wow. And, I, and my best friend saw me That's beginning huge. of the month. Yeah, it was That's like huge. five pant sizes. I That's amazing. And then I saw my best friend at the end of the month. And when she saw me, her jaw dropped. And, and this is after the... This is after the first juice cleanse? The very first cleanse because I did my 10 days. Right. And then I I'm going to have to be completely honest because I didn't know I was going vegan after transitioning into the vegan life. Was, I did yeah. my day. I had um, a baker's meal. I don't, you brought, I don't think you guys have bakers, but just imagine yeah. like a juicy, fat, disgusting burger with soda and fries. I had that on the 11th day and I got the worst food poisoning. Oh, and I was just no. like so sick and yeah. I always tell people it's like not food poisoning that has like bacteria it's literally because the food is toxic That's for your correct. body and I went yeah. from clean to that and at that moment I was like 
And I think Joe talks about it too. He says, if you introduce an apple for the first bite after doing a juice cleanse, your body is not going to react the same as if you were drinking soda or something else. That's when yeah. you know what you're consuming is right. You yeah, know, definitely. What was your strategy in terms of coming off the cleanse? Like, did you, did you think, okay, did you know how to do it right? Did you have like what a lot of people say is the best fruit to choose is either papaya or watermelon. And that's due to their high water content. So what was yours? Was it literally yeah, the papaya. burger and fries and the soda, or did you have well, something else first? I learned my lesson. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Okay. So the, but the first time you had the burger and the fries and yeah. then was it the second and the, and then the rest of the cleanses oh, you the had rest, fruit? I was like, I, I need high water content fruits. It was okay. just, there was just no way that was all I needed to teach me a lesson. And then I, and I actually went from like juicing more into like, um, smoothies and then into like, um, whole foods. Okay. You know? That's great. Yeah. Fantastic. But so papaya, my favorite. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. My favorite is watermelon. You just, I, honestly, I can't get it Second off. Step. It's so nice. It's wonderful. Um, so I guess, uh, apart from the losing the weight, did you have any other specific goals that you wanted to achieve from the juice uh, cleanse specifically? Yeah, I just, I, once I got, once I caught the bug of feeling optimal, mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I can't give this up for anything. It's like, once you know the truth and you go back to the lies, that's just not right. It doesn't set yeah. well. Integrity doesn't let you do that. And I, I found integrity for my body. I, it has to be this way. Like there's nothing else. And I just slowly brought plant-based foods into my life. And every, this was before I knew what veganism was. Okay. And I was like, why break something that's working for me? Yes. You know? Yep. And yep. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is it for me. I have to be vegan. This is my lifestyle. This That's is my amazing. life story. Yeah. Where did you discover like being vegan? Did, was there a particular, was there a role model? Was it a movie, a book or what was there? It had to, it had to been a documentary okay. because I was like so consumed by them at the time, you know? Uh, but I didn't, I didn't know I was going vegan. I just knew that plants were healing my body. And I respected them so much. And it was just, I saw this pattern recognition of the more plants I was eating, the better I was feeling. The That's more amazing. animal product I ate, I felt sicker. And I was like, okay, there's, there's something here. <laughs> yeah. And then going back to the juice cleanse on the first one that you had. So on like the first couple of days, everybody says that you, you know, and I know this from my own experience, um, you can get headaches, there's detox symptoms. Did you go through any of that? And did you have any cravings? One anger? hundred percent. I went through that. Did you? Oh my what God. was that like? Walk I, us through that. <laughs> I I had, I have kids, so, <laughs> but they were toddlers, but I noticed my, um, I was agitated. Mm -hmm. I was very agitated. I was very drained. I was tired. I was getting headaches because I wasn't having co coffee. Mm -hmm. I had no caffeine, you know? And it was just like, oh my gosh, all these things that thought brought me so much pleasure. Mm. I was kicking them out of my life. And I was like, I miss this. I miss, but then on the fourth day, I mean, I am telling you something kicked into gear and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I do not remember a time where I felt this good in my adult life. As oh, kids, that's amazing. We have all this energy, but it's hard to remember how we feel back then. That's we just right. know we were active. We were having fun and we were playful. Our body is healing at such a rapid rate when we're younger mm. versus when we get older, it's like, we need help. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So did you see, what were the benefits, like the main benefits apart from feeling great? Like, did you have an improvement in your sleep? Um, Do you remember? 
To be honest, I've always been a good sleeper. Okay, well, that's good. That's you're lucky. Yeah, so I might have slept too much. I might have had way too many naps when I wasn't healthy. And right. I felt that energy throughout the day was very focused, very hypersensitive in a good way. I was just, it was just a pleasant feeling. I love being alive. That's I love amazing. being alive. I love that. It's so good. I love your energy. So full of energy. It's great. So at the end of the at the end of the first cleanse, um, because I want to emphasize that that's where you're going to notice that you know most dramatic difference. Um, yeah. Were you craving different foods afterwards? Um, like were you your palates generally refreshed yeah. during a juice it's cleanse? So, so did you oh. find yourself craving salads and high water content food, or were you still craving? Were you can you know you're still sort of sitting on the fence and going, oh maybe I might just try this or that and. I, I was craving things, but every time I craved the wrong thing and I submitted to the food, I had the worst reaction. So right. it was like, cut that out, cutting that out, cutting that out. Like bread, I, I I had bread and it gave me like hot flashes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I got rashes. I was yeah. like, this is the, the weirdest gluten. thing. Like, you're so clean. And at that point, it's like reverse dieting. You know, it's yes. just like yeah. you take things out and you re-add them in. And if you have a reaction, then you know that's not meant for you. But it's such a great journey to go on because everybody's body is so different. And, you know, our reactions to, you know, dairy or animal products or eggs or anything and inflammatory foods is is very, very unique and very different. So what's right for you or what's um, inflammatory for you might be completely different experience for me. So it's very much a personal thing to do that test. Yeah. And that's why juice cleansing is so um, terrific because, you know, you can really go in and sort of reset the body and clear your palate and start yeah. fresh and then sort of add foods back in and you can get a genuine gauge of what's impacting you for the better or for the worse. It's such a powerful experience, I think. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You said it perfectly. I think Joe says it's like a reboot. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, yes, that's perfect. I love that. So um, I'm curious to know, during your juice cleanse, was there a particular juice? Did you make any juices that you, you felt were like maybe aside from taste, but the most beneficial in terms of boosting your performance and your energy levels? Do you remember what the ingredients yeah. were? And did you make that oh. juice repeatedly? Yeah. I had what, a dessert juice, but I will, I will say it was a little higher on the sugar, but yeah. I call it an orange creamsicle. And oh. it was cantaloupe, orange, and pear. Oh, my gosh. I've never and even I, I, considered I, I, anything like that. That's amazing. So cantaloupe yeah. in Australia, we call that rock melon. That's the orange melon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Sorry, orange and pear. What kind of pears were? Yeah. Um, a specific pear? Okay, so peckham <laughs> pears or whatever the basic pear yeah. is. Oh, wow. Bartlett. I think it's called Bartlett, yeah. But, okay. Oh, my gosh. It was delicious. But that was my dessert. So okay. that's like if, if I was having an ice cream craving, a sorbet kind of right. feeling, I'm okay. And then that would be the juice I made for to kick that craving. Um, as far as like what I was living off of through most of the day, it was all deep greens, just greens, 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 greens. Okay. you know, and, and I would put maybe a green apple in just to sweeten it up. And I did notice like I went from really sugar dense fruits and some vegetables in the beginning of my journey. Because when you're not used to that, you're like, ew, this tastes like grass. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, true. It's very true. Lot. And then I was like, okay. And I slowly started taking the sugary fruits out and just doing mostly greens. And now when I juice, I like, I can barely have any fruit in there. I just crave the greens mostly and just yeah. a little bit of sweet, you know, yeah. but beets, beets were incredible. If I wanted okay. to go on like a really long run, I would just drink beet juice. 
just mm, straight up like, straight up beet juice i might add carrots but that's it was incredible Yes. <laughs> I know that they've done studies. I read that they've done studies in the UK um, at one of the universities over there with athletes um, in. Oh, uh, have you seen that? And then they consume yes, 100 mils of beet juice before an endurance race and their performance yeah. is up 35 percent. It's remarkable. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think I might have been inspired by something along those lines. I was like, huh, I want to run faster and get yes. better mile runs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so what other benefits did you notice and how far into the juice cleanse? Um, so on the fourth day, you said you felt great. So how far, not only in the first juice cleanse, but in the other juice cleanses, did you continuously see different benefits? Yeah, so if someone is looking for weight loss, because I want to approach, when I approach my clients, I tell them all the things, aesthetically, you're going to drop weight mm -hmm. like crazy, right? And that's what a lot of them want to do when they come to me for like juice cleanses or advice. And they're like, oh, I need to lose like a lot, uh, a lot of weight in a short amount of time because I have a wedding or I'm going on a cruise or something like that. I'm like, okay, well, let's get you on some juice cleanses and you'll notice the weight's going to drop really fast. And then when they do that, they're like, oh, but I, act I actually have a lot of energy too. <laughs> so I mean, when it really comes down to why I'm juicing, I now have a purpose other than just, uh, I would say, feeling a certain way. Now I am actually very strategic. So okay. I will drink beet juice to go perform better when okay. I'm doing fitness. Amazing. I'll drink, if I feel like I'm really, really bloated, um, if I just feel like just intoxicated with toxins, right? I'm just like, okay, I need to just do straight greens so that I can get rid of this bloating, or I might add some ginger for it to be a little more anti-inflammatory, but it's all anti-inflammatory, but you know, you want a little bit of boost with some things. And I just try to be more strategic with how I'm juicing now, depending on what it is. If I'm sick, I'm going to go for the most antioxidant rich immunity boosting foods I can possibly think of. Yeah. So that's how it's kind of changed my life now, or that's how I consume it now, just strategically. Is during the juice cleanses, you've done six of them. So did they get easier every time you juice cleanse? Was there anything that surprised you? Did you have a different experience, you know, with juice cleanse number three or number four versus number one and number two, for example? Yeah, I think mentally it was a hurdle I had to get over to know I'm not starving. <laughs> that's really, that's, that's so important. Yes. It's like people are like, I'm starving. I need to eat. I can't do this. And I'm like, no, your body's not starving. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, that's, that was a huge one getting over that, that part. Um, other than that, it was just like, I don't know. It's, it just got easier and easier because I realized I liked how I was feeling. I liked how I was looking. I liked how I was performing. I liked being able to think more and I was trading in poor dietary lifestyle for that. And I was like, of course I'm going to choose that. So the mental hurdle was choosing that because I knew I had like a reward system essentially mm -hmm. with juicing means this, and that's your reward when you put time and invest time into juicing. So that was really helpful. Um, so it yeah, sounds like your whole, your whole relationship with food changed completely. Your mindset oh, completely huge, changed. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. It was just completely life-changing. That's amazing. <laughs> so, so good. Uh, I read that you trained to be a chef as well. Tell us about that. What inspired you to be a chef? And was it a vegan culinary uh, cooking school that you went to? It, it was a culinary school, but they 
taught us mostly about therapeutics in the culinary Ooh. sector, right? So Amazing. I was learning, I had to like, when I was going through the schooling, I had to submit recipes, but I had to write a huge like essay on how this recipe is going to help this person's ailments, how it's going to help them get better. So yeah, it was pretty cool. And it wasn't all plant-based, but nice. they accepted work as being a vegan. So Amazing. it wasn't like they, they taught us all of the foods, all whole foods, but mm -hmm. they respected the fact that I wanted to, you know, be a vegan health coach and they let me submit my work and they were very supportive and very knowledgeable. And, oh man, I, I love, it was, am I allowed to say it? Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's Bowman's Holistic College. So they oh, just. Fantastic. I know them. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Such a great school. That's so amazing. I love, yeah, I love, they were amazing. I learned a lot. Let's put it that way. Oh, that's so <laughs> cool. So inspiring. Um, and so what led you to working with the local community? I mean, I, I read that you were doing cooking classes there, vegan ones for free. Yes. That is the most yeah. beautiful and kind gift. I'm sure that was just left everybody so inspired and just raised oh the God. energy level. So tell us about that. What happened? Yeah. Okay. So God is so good to me. Praise, praise Jesus. Oh, he's so good to me. So <laughs> one day, so I got, okay, so let's backtrack, but not too much. I got a divorce and there was times where I was living out of my car. I was wow. eating food pantries, still vegan. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, it was literally like beans from a can. Okay. But I was sitting there eating like, I'm still vegan. I'm still dedicated, you know? And anyway, so then I'm poor. I have no money. And then I was like, okay, God. You've saved me once before, well, several times, but you saved me with my health. You've saved me with my lifestyle. You've made me a healthier person. I'm still an able body. What do I do next? I'm not in a good situation. And he says, go give your time for free. Go volunteer. So I go volunteer and I talk to people about health. I talk to them about veganism. And not kidding you, one week later, I get an offer for the most incredible job. And it's me serving the community at a resource center. And the resource center is 100% free for the community. That's amazing. But they hired me. Yeah. And I went from living out of my car, not making money, to now all of a sudden I get offered the most incredible job. And I was able to teach the culinary arts, therapeutics on food. And most importantly, it was vegan food. That's and amazing. I'm like in this very like secular based community where you would think they just want you to teach them about meat and like all these other things. And they're like, no, we love that you're vegan. Teach people about veganism. I was like, That's oh incredible. my God. So I get this incredible contract with this company and, and then now I'm working for them and they offer these services for free. I get paid by this company to teach free classes to the community. Like, it doesn't get much better than that. Absolutely. And it's a win-win. Yeah, all these clients are coming up to me telling me, oh my God, I feel so amazing. My blood pressure went down and my wow. diabetes are in check. And and like, I've heard the most incredible stories because people are attending these classes and their lives are getting changed because That's they're amazing. making recipes. And, and was it something, it's amazing. Was it something you were doing daily or just on a weekend or? Oh, no, no, no. They hired me to be there about four to five days a week. Oh, wow. So you had a, a huge yeah. audience, a lot of people. What were the oh, ages yeah. of the people that were coming in? 
Um, so I was teaching kids classes and I was teaching adult classes. Oh, so I so had fun. moms in there with their strollers and babies to seniors. I mean, all kind. I, I think the oldest age I have is about 90 something. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So good. And what, what did you love most about that period of time? Um, gosh, I can't pick one thing. It was, it was just everything, also the connection and beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it was a connection. It was amazing. They became like my family. And then I also I opened that. a gym. I opened a gym and all the supplements that I was selling are, are a hundred percent vegan. So That's I have incredible. these clients and this is like hunting area. Like they like to do a lot of hunting. Right. And I'm like, not here. You're only going to eat plants. That's, That's the incredible. only coaching I'm going to offer. And so they were cool with it. It's incredible. So how did you go from being a chef to being a personal trainer? So what, when did that exercise come into play? I know you said you touched on it during your juice cleansers and you were more active and you yeah. know, the juices were boosting your energy. So you felt like being more active, but where did that, I mean, that's a whole nother career. That's just remarkable. Oh, I know. And yes, it was because I started to juice that I felt the energy. I got healthier and I was like, what am I going to do with all this energy? I was like, oh, maybe I should work out. <laughs> so I started working out and I realized I was really athletic and I could not believe the transformation of my athleticism. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should be a trainer. And because I had clarity of mind, I could handle a lot more on my plate. I wasn't mm. so overwhelmed. Yeah. So I just go to school for PT and I, I mean, weight management, lifestyle management, uh, metabolic training. And I just started racking up all the certifications. I just kept going to school over and over again for all these things. And then finally, I was like, oh, well, maybe my passion is nutrition. I mean, that's what changed my life. Maybe I should apply it to that. So then I went to school again. And then I just started accumulating all of this education. And I was like, okay, I'm going to open a gym. So then I opened a gym. And and I still have it to this day. That's incredible. So, yeah, I, I, I'm a chef on, on one side of the day, one side of the day. I, I'm a chef on one part of the day and I'm a trainer on the other part of the day. For That's my amazing. Gym. Yeah, That's it's like great. I love it. I love it because you've got the greatest energy as well. So I can imagine you just, um, yeah, uplifting everybody that walks through the door. That's just outstanding. What a remarkable sort of career and path, path and life you've, you know, created for yourself. So tell me on the juice cleansers, um, I'm a big believer that um, when you're in this state of flow, you know, the flow state that everyone talks about, um, synchronicities happen fairly, you know, um, quickly and more, I guess maybe you're more awake or aware that you can see them. Yeah. Do you have any fun stories of any synchronicities that happened, you know, when you were juice um, cleansing? Oh, geez. It does. It feels like everything's enlightening. It's almost hard to choose because you feel a connection with everything. You're like this was meant to be, and this was meant to be, and this was meant to be. And it's just, and I think a lot of feeling like something was meant to be is actually just gratitude speaking. You're just mm -hmm. grateful for every moment. And you're just like, oh, life is for you, not against you, you know? And Definitely. Just, it's, it's just a good feeling. Like you synchronize with everything, essentially, when you're vibrating at such a high level. Yes. You know, even people that aren't having a good day. Well, maybe I was meant to be there to be supportive to them and mm. smile at them through their anger. I mean, it could be so many different things. Definitely. <laughs> what does a typical day look like for you now in terms of food and exercise? So depending on the season, I go about, I want to say like three of my meals are raw. 
and then I might have a cooked meal. But during the summer, it's even hard to do that. I just want to have fresh everything. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything hot. You just <laughs> you just want to be cooled off. Yeah. Um, you live off of smoothies a lot and juices still, and like little shots of juices, like a mm -hmm. shot of ginger. I okay. like having that boost throughout the day. I love salads. I mean, I put in the work for the world's biggest salads, and I just let that last throughout the whole day. Love Some people that. are like, "That's a lot of salad." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's delicious." <laughs> <laughs> and you're active too. You're burning it off. So yes, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it just, it just feels like a lot of fresh vegetation. If that's, if I were to just put it in a category, it's just mostly raw. Okay. I, I, and it's easier. I mean, that's the other thing, like who wants to be in the kitchen cooking all day? I agree. Everything yeah. is great and ready to go. You just put it on a plate. That's right. And so what about meal prep? Do you, are you a believer in meal prep? Is that something that you, you know, incorporate into your lifestyle? Yeah. And because, so even though I am a chef and I love prepping food and most of my clients are not going to eat raw, I do yep. love incorporating raw food into a lot of the meals. So they at least get something. And some of them love it too, you know, and they're like, I could do this like a few times a week. That's not a problem. Uh, but when it comes to meal prep, I rather it just be like one hour of me cooking if I have to, because I don't like to cook with hot foods. Like my personal preference is just not that. So I will meet meal prep maybe an hour or two beginning of the week just to have some stuff in the freezer. Cause I still have my kids. I have a fiance and I have people I want to feed around me too. And they can't right. all live up that lifestyle. He's a firefighter. So he oh, has a hard time a firehouse, to, you know, they make a lot of cooked food, but he even right. makes really great options. He brings in tofu and he brings in a lot oh, of great stuff. Brilliant. Yes. So, so, so good. And what about your kids? Are your kids plant-based? So unfortunately, because I am divorced, the other half of the time they're with their dad, they still right. feel very sensible. But when they're at my house, there is no other option. They're stuffing their faces with plants. <laughs> and are they, how do they feel? Are they feeling great? Have they noticed the changes oh, too? They, oh, they love it. One of my daughters loves to go on little raw plant-based detoxes. And she goes to school and she tells her teachers about it. She goes, I'm raw right now. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, and they love smoothies. And like just tonight for dinner, my daughter made us the most amazing salad. 100% raw salad, just all raw. It was perfect. Walnuts, the potatoes, and oh, just it was a beautiful salad. <laughs> so, as a as a health coach now and PT, um, personal trainer, what do you know now that you wish you knew back when you started your health journey? Oh boy, is there any big well, lessons that you've learned? Like, what's one yeah, of the, I, the greatest lessons? I, you know, they say like I wouldn't change a thing, and I don't think I would because I don't know how relatable. I could be with people and I wouldn't have a place to hold me humble. I, I wouldn't be humble if all of my life I just felt good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I at uh, the worst point of my life. So I have something to compare to the best point of my life. And people aren't going to take me seriously if they, some people aren't going to take me seriously if they don't know that I have a weight loss story. I have people now that look at me and like, you never look like you've weighed more than this. And they didn't take me seriously. They just think I've been maybe just genetically a smaller person. I'm like, y'all, I, 
I know what you're going through. I know the struggle. Trust me, I've been there. Mm-hmm. And once they hear the story, I see these walls come down right. and they listen to me more. And I'm like, okay, this uh, people need to know the story so they can relate. Absolutely. <laughs> so t- talk me through a little bit more about that. That's a really good point. You know, um, the struggles that you faced was... I take, I understand from what you've said so far that you didn't sort of have the weight, like it crept on over a period of time, right? So yeah. at what point did you start seeing it other than the juice cleanse, the initial juice cleanse? So in that first month, you sort of started to see some of the weight come off. What was the progression of weight loss after that to get you to a hundred pound weight loss? So it's it's really interesting because I-, I was a hundred have... pounds, did you say? Was it a hundred? It was, it was oh, I weighed 260 pounds okay, at so, one point. Okay. So now- yeah. So yeah, it was over a hundred pounds. We fluctuate in weight, but my lowest point was about 128 pounds. So right. I mean, whatever the math is there. So, and I also had twins too. So yeah. And I noticed, and I didn't realize it before, but I noticed my skin was very tight for having such dramatic weight loss and for having twins. And a lot of people would ask me and say, how does your skin look like that? And I couldn't answer that. And then I realized after a while, well, the more plants you drink, the more cellular regeneration you have and your skin recovers too, along with everything else. Like it's just healing. That's <laughs> such an amazing point. And I don't think people talk about that enough. So no, for other moms out yeah. there that are pregnant um, or other women that are pregnant out there, that is just such an, ins- I think that's a really vital point to sort of get out there and to encourage them. It's encouraging them, gives them hope that the recovery period after having a baby is not going to be as, you know, um, difficult as they may think they could make it easier. In fact. Oh yeah. I would definitely suggest for moms, maybe not to do just a full on juice cleanse while they're pregnant or anything like that. But I would say to drink as much juice as you possibly can, especially while you're in the healing process. Oh my gosh. I think their bodies would react in a way that they weren't expecting. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. And so did you have any other resources or tools that helped you on your journey? Yeah, I followed a lot of uh, vegan influencers, I guess you could call them at the time. Um, uh, The Banana Girl. I can't think of her name right now. Freely, Freely the Banana Girl. Okay. I think she's Australian. Yes, she is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For a little while, I was following her and, um, oh gosh, there are so many during the time. I can't remember all of their names. Um, raw, fully raw. I, oh, Christina, fully uh, raw Christina. Christina. She's incredible. One of my favorites. Yeah. Yep. I followed her and a few other people. I really don't remember their names other than Joe, but they were all very helpful in my journey. But the thing is now you can find it everywhere back then they were the only influencers at the time so I was really just copying their recipes and not having a variety but luckily they were full of variety these people have lots of different options definitely but now you can find it at your beck and call absolutely (laughs) all the social media sites there's always someone that has excellent page that shows you lots of creativity and lots of recipes I love that. That's so great. And how easy is it for you when you go shopping now um, to, to go in there with a, a plant, living the plant-based lifestyle? How, what does your shopping sort of grocery cart sort of look like? It, 
people ask me, are you vegan? <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's what it looks like. So they look in my cart and they're just like, oh, is that good? Is that good? And it's so cool because they're asking these questions because they've been looking into something plant-based. Mm -hmm. They're looking at some of these things like, oh, what is that? Where do you use that? How do you cook with that? So I tell them like, yeah, it's amazing. Tofu. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, this is amazing. Something looks so foreign, but they're still willing to learn and ask and put themselves out there because they're just that curious about vegan lifestyle. And it's incredible. But yeah. when, it, when it comes down to it, anything that wasn't wrapped in plastic, that was my safe place. Okay. I knew that I was always feeding my body something well when it was a whole food. That's and to, that's mostly by habit what I put into my cart because it just feels easier to just look at something and not wonder what's in it. You just know what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. And while you were doing the juice cleansers, you know, um, some people say that the the cost of buying all of that produce to do a juice cleanse is can be very expensive. How do you navigate that and do it in a way or suggest to your clients that mm. is um it's not too expensive for them, but it's practical and it's affordable, most importantly. I have I have two words for that. Farmer's market and produce Wednesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Love I love that. Produce Wednesday. There, there's a store over here and on Wednesdays, it's all deeply discounted. Mm -hmm. And then of course the farmer's market, my farmer's market here, they give us like a big bundle of food for $5, all this vegetation. And that's incredible. That's amazing. Right we don't now. have that here. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, I know, right? I'm not in a, in a food desert over here. I have lots and lots of options. No vegan restaurants, mm -hmm. nothing like that. But the stores are full of the things that I need. And it took time for me to discover these places and mm -hmm. the, the places that have good deals certain times. It took time for me to talk to the farmers you know, get to know if their food was organic or not. And I know if a lot of people know, but you have to pay to have the label organic. Absolutely. It doesn't just, yeah, it doesn't just happen. So some of these farmers could have, you know, the integrity to have an organic farm, but they can't afford that label. So they don't pay for it. And you just got to go talk to them and just ask them how they're raising their food. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, that's, that's fascinating to me. So as a, I mean, now that you're combining both your, your skills and your talents and your passions as both a chef and a PT, have you got any other projects lined up? Yes, I do. I always have an, a plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. So I'm Love always it. floating around looking for new ideas. Right now, I'm pretty close to launching uh, an online program where it's all just about confidence and building your confidence through nutrition and working out. And I'm basically just replicating my journey and all my clients' journey. So mm -hmm. when someone hires you as a coach, they're hoping to, in a sense, be similar to you. They mm -hmm. like how you look, they like how you are. So they wanna go on the same journey you went on. And I always tell them, you're gonna look different than me, but you might feel the same. We can both be happy together. This is how you get to this, you yeah. know? So it, it just depends. Yeah, it just depends on the clientele. So what advice would you have for somebody that's looking to do a juice cleanse for the first time? They've never done one before. What advice would I give them? Oh, man. Because you're <laughs> you're literally an expert now. You've done six. Have you done more than six juice cleanses? Oh, I've done, I've done more. Definitely Amazing. more. But I've lost track. But I want to say those were like, if I were to give you a safe number, those were about the 
ones that I did that were at least 10 days or more than like five to 10 days. Okay. You know, uh, what advice would I give them? I would say, gosh, you just have to do it. And I would tell them because it's kind of an investment and a lot of people just drop out right away. Mm -hmm. I would say maybe you should start by buying juices if it's in their budget. But now Mm -hmm. they have all these places where it's not just buying a sugary juice from the store. They have so many great options out there. Mm -hmm. Options I didn't have before where they can buy a juice cleanse from their, their neighborhood cafe. Mm -hmm. And that, that can just be just that simple for them. But you know, if they really want to be budget friendly and they're really serious, I would say buy your juicer start small Mm -hmm. and keep bringing the food into your house. And one day you're going to be like, I'm wasting all this food. And you're going to have to tell yourself, keep bringing it in because one day you're going to hate the feeling of wasting food more than just using it. Right. So they're just going to start using the food. That was another thing, no matter if I ate it or not, it was always there. So I had no excuse. That's great. And yes, I lost money over time. But eventually I was like, I don't want to lose any more money. Mm. I need to do this. So it was there. It's available. You know, that's so important. That's such a great point too. Yeah. I think it's just important to have fruits and vegetables accessible on the counter and a juicer right there. And you can sort of get in and and, and make something. And that's why meal prepping is so great because you can make juices, you know, the night before and then put them in the freezer and have them thaw out and take them with you to work or on the road. And it's just, it makes life so much easier for sure. Yeah. Oh man. That's actually a really good point. It's nice to just have what you're already planning for your meal yes. in a little or baggie or something. Just you go along your day. You don't have to think about anything. You just, your juice is there. Absolutely. <laughs> so what are some ingredients that you may um, advise your clients to add into a juice cleanse that are really important if they're first starting out? Or is there any particular ingredients that, that also that they should avoid? Yeah. I like to tell them to start off with budget friendly foods. So that would be something like watermelon, okay. cucumber just melons in general, you're going to get a lot of water content out of that, you know? So that really helps them save money. And then finally, when they kind of look like they're a little more dedicated to it, I say, okay, let's step up the bougie food. Nice. (laughs) Something a little, you know, plus going to something where you're committing and and invested a little more. Right. So they, they'll, start bringing in the fruits. And I think that really is just what helps people get past the green feeling, the grassy taste. Right. Just having a point. But I even noticed with them, they're like, oh, this is too sweet now. I'm like, all right, so let's take down the sugar content in those Mm -hmm. fruits and let's start replacing it with more greens. And everyone's different. You know, everyone's different. They might be fine. And is there a duration that you recommend that they should do? Like they should start with five days or do nothing less than three days. Like where do you feel like the sweet spot is that somebody that's a complete newbie to doing juice cleansers, what do you think is the ideal amount of time? Yeah. So if they check out and they are perfectly healthy, there's no, for the most part, perfectly healthy, right? They are cleansing, but if they're okay, like diabetes or any, anything like that, that might make more issues at the moment, then I would be like, okay, let's start you off at three days. Let's start you off at four days. And I think it's just like a slow build, but I've had clients where they're just like, I'm ready. Let's do this. And then they're committed the whole 10 days. I'm like, wow, you did good. You did so good. So it just depends on the personality. Some people are all gung ho and they're ready to go and commit. Right. And some people are, I need baby steps. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And is there any kind of exercise or mindfulness techniques that you think that they should do to accompany a juice cleanse that might sort of take it to the next level? Yeah, I, I loved reading and I felt the clarity of mind allowed me to just be able to uh, attain information in a much different way. Mm. Like the, the word I keep thinking of is just brain fog. Like it's mm. lifted and you can just focus. You can learn things Amazing. in a much way. So reading, consuming knowledge that maybe they never thought they would before, but you, you're just so self-aware when that brain fog is lifted, you want self-help. You want to heal on so many different aspects, spiritually, your body, physically, mentally, there's nothing but like healing. It's like this, you're gravitating healing <laughs> towards your body and your life. Um, do you feel that you had a spiritual shift? Oh yeah. What yes. was that? Big time. It was that fourth day after my very first cleanse. Right. It, like I mentioned it before is like this line. I like, I looked up and I was like, I felt God's presence in a whole different way. I've mm -hmm. always loved God, but it was that fog that was lifted. It's like, I can connect on a spiritual level more than I ever have before. And that is such a beautiful feeling. It was, it was, so I want to say it was better than anything else because for me, my hierarchy, what's important to me is my spiritual connection mm -hmm. and then my body. And mm -hmm. then, you know, everything else is great because when I have those two things in alignment, mm -hmm. life is flowing. That, that's good. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, so much energy to share and so full of passion and enthusiasm. It's just incredible to see. Really lovely. Oh, so what's your favorite thing about owning the gym? You must get to meet some incredible people coming in the doors every day. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, most of them are moms, which is so cool because you see all these different personalities, all these different ways that moms raise their children. You hear like just a lot of different things and, and there's sad things and there's good things. And when you hear all these different things, you start to just really connect with people mm -hmm. and their vulnerability makes you vulnerable. And then that's how friendships and relationships are created. Absolutely. And your, your tribe. I didn't know that starting a business would mean I'd have new friends in that order. I was like, oh, I need money. Let me start a business. Mm -hmm. Little did I know I was going to have some of the coolest people ever to be a part of my life. That's I didn't amazing. know it was going to that. <laughs> so good. Uh, well, this has just been such an incredible, inspirational conversation. Thank you so much for being here today. Can you, you. <laughs> please do me a favor and tell everybody where they can find you on the web? Yes. Okay. So you can find me uh, raw energy girl mm -hmm. on Instagram and raw energy girl is because I loved raw foods. That's where, <laughs> that's Fantastic. Where, that, where it was inspired from. And just a bunch of cool things, just my personality, my pictures of my kids. I love being a goofball. I, I love, love that. It's great. People smile. So, so I'll good. have all kinds of funny jokes on there and cool stuff. So that's there. And then uh, on TikTok, it's the same thing. Raw energy girl. Okay. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank that's you so much.
That's my absolute pleasure. It's so much, yeah, so much fun to chat to you and just to hear your story. And you've just got so much energy and passion. And um, yeah, this has just been really wonderful. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you got some incredible inspiration and knowledge from Letha. She's just so full of passion and enthusiasm and um, her beautiful energy shines right through. We've got some incredible interviews coming up, so make sure you stay tuned. Bye for now.